0: The following paid Joseph Prince Ministries program is brought to you by our Grace Legacy Builders. Today with Joseph Prince.
1: After I spend time with the Word of God, it's like there is a joy beyond the you know the normal joys of life. It's like beyond my emotions, like a joy within. And then I feel like deep down, there's a peace that leads me. I make the right decision because from then on, I'm led forth with peace. You are led with peace in all your decision-making. You are led with peace. Hallelujah. There's a peace to do something. There's a lack of peace, which means what? Abstain from doing that. Amen. Don't, Don't go into that. Don't indulge in that. Amen. Follow the peace. You are a blessing everywhere you go when you are filled with the Word of God. Hallelujah. May this be true in your life from this day forth. Amen, because right now you're receiving God's Word. Right now you're receiving God's Word. So when you receive God's Word, be expectant to go out with joy and to be led forth with peace from this day forth. Hallelujah. Joseph Prince has really helped us to, to understand that the grace of God's not too good to be true.
0: It's just a total freeing message. Um, God wants us to be free so we can spread his gospel and be bold with it and know who we are in Christ. We just thank you so much for everything you've done for our family's lives. And we know yes. that he's changing millions and millions of lives around the world.
1: If the gospel of grace has impacted your life, I would like to invite you to join us as a Grace Legacy Builder. Let's advance the gospel of grace together. Visit the link on your screen to be part of leading a Legacy of Grace today. Welcome back to a New Creation Church Online. You know, I always look forward to sharing God's Word with you. I'm excited with God's Word. In fact, uh, for the past uh, weeks, the Lord has been giving us a revival in His Word. It's back to the Bible, amen? And He's imparting a fresh love for His Word. So I'm, I'm so excited about the Bible because every time, you know, I get into the Word of God, I'm seeing new things. And uh, God is opening my eyes. And for all these years, you know, like you look at passages that you are familiar with and you thought you know them. But all of a sudden, God opened my eyes and I began to see things that I've never seen before. And some of this things I'll be sharing with you today. But God's Word is what uh, gives us life. The Bible says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. Even by the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. Think of that. There's corruptible seed and there's incorruptible seed. We are born again of incorruptible seed. God's Word. Amen? So if you live by God's Word, and that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. When you think about it, it, we know that we can't live without food. But by the same token, Jesus is saying that all the more you cannot live without the Word of God. Friend, the Word of God is what gives us life in the very beginning. When God made man, God made man from the dust of the ground. But man was like a mannequin. You know, he has formed... He has all the the features, but lifeless. So which part of man was it? When God breathed into man, what brought that life? It was the breath of God. The breath of God gave life to man in his spirit and then permeates in his soul and then life to his body. And I guess life in our body is, is how health is manifested. If we are sick in certain parts of our body, it's just an indication that in that area of our life, there is a lack of life or death has set in. You know, when you think about it, there are forms of death. The Bible talks about, for this reason, not observing the Lord's Supper in a way that is uh, worthy of Him. In other words, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. In His own body, He removed our sins. But also in His own body, by His stripes we are healed. So when we don't discern that, we are actually submitting ourselves to the law of death that is already released in this world. So God does not want us to be condemned with that same condemnation, that rule of condemnation that came in when Adam sinned, there was like a law released that if you sin, you die. And the first stage of death is actually this constant fatigue, tiredness, like lifelessness. And then sickness is another form of death. And then sickness finish is death itself. But God's Word gives us life. Amen. God's Word is god brief. The Bible says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. That word there, inspiration of God, is one word in the Greek. It's literally God-breathed. So the very breath that gave man life, That's the life that we are to live by. That's the Word of God that gives us life. And the more you spend time in the Word of God, you're actually resuscitating, reviving, vivifying your body in such a way that you will feel the abundance of life that Jesus came to give. And our friend, you know, whenever we feel like blah, we feel despondent, we feel depressed in our minds, it's just a sign that death has crept in those areas even in our emotional areas. And the Bible, in fact, if you read the Bible carefully, not only is God against sin, God is against death. And when Jesus died on the cross, for all those who believe on Christ, there is already released in us the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Notice I love that. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death that is in the world. And that law of sin and death was released when Adam sinned in the garden. And God does not want us to fall under that curse, under that sin. So God says, you know, to offset that when you partake of the Lord's Supper, partake in a way, right, worthy of His sacrifice. That means you must remember what He did. Amen. You discern what He did. You don't dishonor it by just taking it as mere food or drink. All right, you take it. As what the Lord has done for you, and you say, by your stripes, I am healed. Amen? And the Bible says, for the lack of this, for this reason, singular reason, many. And I, I've, I've, I've always said this, you know, when you look at the word many, you know, it tells you the reason why many are sick in the church. For this reason, singular reason. Demons say it's because of their constant sinning or because of their constant, uh, 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 you know, bad attitudes, or whatever it is that a lot of people say is the reason behind sickness. But actually the Bible says for this reason, one reason, many are weak and sick, and they fall asleep, which means they die before their time. And what is it? The singular reason? The verse before that says, not discerning the Lord's body. Amen? So we receive life by discerning the Lord's body. But how do we learn all this? What have I just shared? I've shared God's word pertaining to the Lord's Supper. It's not enough just to say, you know, okay, now I found the formula. If I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm sick, I know what to do. I just take the communion. No, friend, it doesn't work like that. Everything in the kingdom of God works by faith and faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to saturate ourselves in the in the washing of the water of the Word, amen? Literally saturate ourselves with the Word about the Lord's Supper before we partake it in faith, amen? In fact, the 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 revelation of the Lord's Supper has got to be strong before you see the, the results that God wants it to, to have in your life, amen? And and you know, I've written a book uh, on the Lord's Supper. I'm not saying that you must read that book, but friend, it, it sort of like consolidates all the truth from the Word of God. So when you go through it, it's like the washing of water of the Word, and impartation of faith in your heart because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You know, the Word of God is incorruptible seed. Like I shared just now from First Peter, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed, which is the Word of God, which lives and abides forever. So the more time you spend in the Word of God, you are spending time with life, flowing into your spirit, into your soul, into your body. The very life that gave us that life, our beginning, amen, of existence, with that life of God, when God breathed into us, that very breath is now within the pages of this book. Every scripture is given by the breath of God, by the inspiration of God. Literally in the Greek, the breath, God breathed. God breathe. So the same life when you're sick, you go into the word of God. The Bible says, Attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are what? Life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. It's obvious that you know life is not just your heart beating. Amen. You can have your heart beating, but not have that life that God talks about. God is saying, I mean, spend time in my Word. They are life unto those that find them. And health to what? To all their flesh. That doesn't cover, you know, just uh, uh, specific areas of sickness in your life. It covers the entire body. Health to what? All, in the Hebrew, call all their flesh. It benefits every part of your body when you spend time in the Word of God. Amen. And every time I find that I spend time in the Word of God, you know, and I have a time of, of uh, revelation in the Word of God and communion with the Lord, I always stand up and I go out with joy. In fact, the Bible says in Isaiah 55, God says, my Word. God's Word is so concentrated in, in heaven. For us to receive it like that, you know, God's wisdom is beyond us. So God says, my wisdom, my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. But then He says this in Isaiah 55. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there. Now notice the verse before this tells us that His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. His ways higher than our ways. It's like concentrated wisdom. We're not, we're not able to digest it. We're not able to uh, assimilate it. We're not able to understand it. But God is so kind. God is so good that He allows His wisdom to come like rain. Rain comes down. Friend, if rain comes down, if it you know, let's say rain has been coming down for about the last four hours. Now imagine taking all that that water, all that rain, you know, can you imagine how many uh, 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 tons of rain that is? And if you let all that rain fall, one splat, just splash like that without making it drop into in droplets, you know, it will destroy things on the earth. But the same amount of rain falling... And mixing with the dust and the particles of the air, and God allow it to become rain or snow. Now when it falls even on the smallest flower, it refreshes that flower. It reinvigorates that flower. It is nourishment to that flower. Amen. It doesn't hurt. So that's what God's wisdom comes. If it's all concentrated, we can't take it. Right? But God allows it to come in bite size. Amen. Portion after portion, like the manna. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So he says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. So God's Word comes down, listen, just like the snow and the rain will cause the seed to sprout, to, to become fruitful, right? God's Word tells us, my word is the same, it will not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So if you're sick in your body, amen, listen to scriptures of healing. Listen to God's Word. God brief words on healing. Amen. I've consolidated all this, actually, in in one uh, um, audio that you can listen to. We have rains and different sounds that, um, you know, from nature, God's creation to help. But it's the Word of God in it that I want you to listen to. If you're sick, Saturate yourself with the word of God. Saturate yourself. So these healing scriptures are available. But it's not just mine. Any, any other person sharing healing scriptures, you can listen to them. Amen. As long as you're receiving the word of God pertaining to healing and the very seed that God is speaking the, in the word, the word is like, likened to a seed. It will always reproduce itself. So words of healing will reproduce as healing in your body. Amen. So when you receive God's Word, you are receiving prosperity. Because the Bible says, So it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So if God sends His Word to me, His Word prospers me. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the result after this. In verse 12, it says, For you shall go out with joy for, that means because of God's Word, you shall go out with joy and be let out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Notice you go out with joy and you are led out with peace. These are the two things I find so true in my life that every time I spend time in the Word of God and after I spend time in the Word of God, it's like there is a joy beyond the, you know, the normal joys of life. It's like beyond my emotions, like a joy within. And then I feel like deep down, there's a peace that leads me. I make the right decision because from then on, I'm led forth with peace. Like this verse says, I'm led forth with peace. I go out with joy and I'm led forth with peace. It's like a picture of receiving God's Word early in the morning, amen, before you go out in the fight of life. Hallelujah. And then you, are, you go out with joy and you are led forth with peace, amen. Notice what's going to happen. The mountains and the hills will break forth into singing. They'll clap their hands, right? Instead of the thorn, instead of the curse, shall come up the cypress tree. That's your Christmas tree, by the way. (laughs) Imagine God using that. I'm sure that God knows there is going to be something celebratory of His Son's birth. So instead of the thorn, shall come up the cypress tree. A tree of blessing, a tree of joy. And instead of the briar, shall come up the myrtle tree, hadas tree, the name of Esther, hadas, Hadassah. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. So all this tree speaks of people. So when you we spend time in the Word of God and you are filled with joy and you go out, you are led with peace in all your decision making. You are led with peace. Hallelujah. There's a peace to do something. There's a lack of peace, which means what? Abstain from doing that. Amen. Don't, don't go into that. Don't indulge in that. Amen. Follow the peace. And everywhere you go, when you do that, when you go out with joy and you are led forth with peace, the mountains and the hills. The mountains are the, the VIPs. <laughs> the hills are the people, the common folk. Right. They will all clap their hands. And instead the curse will come up the Cypress Street. And I was blessing everywhere you go. Where there used to be a curse, it will start to blossom. You are a blessing everywhere you go when you're filled with the Word of God. Hallelujah. May this be true in your life from this day forth. Amen. Because right now you're receiving God's Word. Right now you're receiving God's Word. So when you receive God's Word, be expectant to go out with joy and to be led forth with peace from this day forth. Hallelujah. I want to share with you uh, uh, something that uh, the Lord shared in private, with His disciples. Uh, Publicly, He shared a truth. But it's very interesting. He shared a truth publicly, actually. But this truth is so precious to Him that He said to His disciples, the reason I didn't share with them openly, but in parables, is because this truth is so precious about the kingdom of heaven, how it operates. I don't want the people who don't treasure it to receive it. I want people who are hungry and whose whose hearts are towards me to receive it. Let's read this parable. And it's the parable of all parables. In fact, on the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great multitudes were gathered together to Him so that He got into a boat and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then He spoke many things to them in parables. Now this is the first time Jesus started speaking in parables in His ministry. In the Gospel of Matthew, you find He was speaking plainly. Even the Sermon on the Mount, He spoke plainly. But now he starts to speak to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Wow. Look at this again. Some fell on good ground, and the crop comes in, this measures. Some a hundredfold. Now, don't we want that? Don't we all want a hundredfold? We don't want a sixtyfold. Amen. We don't want thirtyfold. But I believe... It's also a, a, a picture of the, sequ- the sequence, the consequence of having the word of God falling on good ground. First of all, you will uh, experience a 30-fold harvest, then a 60-fold, then a hundred-fold. He who has years to hear, let him hear. This is so vital because this phrase appears more than once in this passage. He who has years to hear, let him hear. Hallelujah. Now he's gonna, he's gonna go on to tell his disciples why he shed to the, to the public, to the crowd in parables. The next verse says, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Now, later on, we're going to answer this question. What is this? Whoever has, to him more will be given. What, what is this? Has what? So it's not, it's not uh, declared to us here what he has, but later on, if you, if you follow along, you'll find the answer to what this man has. He has something that caused him to have more given to him. But the one who has something already, right, if he does not have this that God wants him to have, even what he has will be taken away. Now, the Lord Jesus proceeded to explain to his disciples. So, in other words, he's keeping truths in parables. So, people think that Jesus shed in parables to make things clearer to people. No, that's illustration. He will illustrate, yes. Some illustrations are to make things clearer. But parables are actually... Uh, shed in a way that is public, is public sharing so that those who are hungry for God's wisdom, those who are hungry for God's Word, they are the ones that will penetrate beyond the kernel of the seed and right into the seed itself, the life itself, amen, the wisdom itself. And God will give him revelation for the one who is hungry. But the one who, who has a lackadaisical like like attitude an indifferent attitude towards God's Word, even though they are listening, even they are crowd down there listening to Jesus, they are not able to receive the wisdom, the revelation, the, the blessing that is inherent, the virtue that it, there is in that Word. They are not able to receive it. Why? They don't have a heart for it. So actually the sower and the ground, the four types of ground, is a picture of our heart. Four types of heart that he's talking about. And, and there's one particular heart, attitude, that actually receives the bountiful harvest. A hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. And that is the one I'm coming to right now. So let's look at what Jesus said about his parable to his disciples. Because he told them that unto them is given to know. Verse 18, Therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, there you have it. They hear it, but they don't understand it. Then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. So people, they hear God's word and they have no heart to un- want to understand or even ask God for wisdom or-, or seek the Lord to have that word revealed to them. God says these are the ones that be- they become pray to the enemy's theft. Right? The Bible says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10.10 But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's what Jesus said. Now, if the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, notice the, the sequence there. He comes to steal first. What does he steal? Then he kills and then he destroys. He steals the word of God. Based on this, he steals the word. Why do you think the thief comes to steal? Of all the things he wants to steal, he steals the word of God. You thought he might want to steal your health, you know, steal your relationships with your 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 wife or your husband or your your children. He comes. To, no, 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 no. He knows when he steals God's word from you, he steals all these things because these things are a a consequence, a harvest of receiving God's word in your life. So he knows when you take God's Word out of your heart, you have nothing to reproduce in your life because the power is in the seed. And the seed here is the Word of God. Hallelujah. So the devil comes to steal the Word. He's so afraid that you will receive God's Word. He is so afraid. That's why his priority number one is to come and take the Word away from your heart. But thanks be to God. We read in this verse that for those who understand The devil cannot do that. It's only those who do not understand. Then comes the wicked one and snatches away the word that's in his heart.
0: Are you struggling with a help challenge or waiting for a healing breakthrough? This month, for your gift of any amount, we're sending you Joseph's book, Healing Promises, and an encouraging sermon message. His word brings life and healing. Experience healing and find your strength and youth renewed when you immerse yourself in God's word.
1: God is saying, when you mean spend time in my Word, they are life unto those that find them and health to what? To all their flesh. It covers the entire body. It benefits every part of your body when you spend time in the Word of God.
0: When you request a resource, you're helping us to transform lives all around the world with the Gospel of Grace. Flourish even in challenging times when you start getting into God's life-giving Word. Request these life-giving resources today. Visit us at josephprince.org or call us toll free at 877-901-4300. Need prayer? Head over to our brand new digital prayer experience. You can use it any time of the day from your computer or mobile device and watch the prayers as many times as you need. You'll also receive free digital resources to help you through these challenging times. Let's stand in faith together for breakthrough in your situation. Visit josephprince.org slash prayer to get started. Next on Joseph Prince.
1: If you are struggling in any way, whatever area it is, whether it's lack in your life, you know, you, you need to pay up for some bill that is long-standing and you're not able to. That means there's an area of lack. Whatever it is, or you are struggling with some symptoms in your body, my friend, spend time in the Word. I feel the Word pertaining to these areas. Hallelujah. Saturate yourself with the Word of God. Start hearing sermons, preachings. Amen where the Word of God is being shared, expounded, where the kernel of the wheat is broken up and you see the, the, the germ inside, you see the, the, the revelation being unfolded to you. Because when the Word of God drops into your heart, you will manifest that harvest in your life. Before we go, I just want to appreciate the people who make this possible. Grace Legacy Builders. It is your generosity and support that allows us to continue sending the gospel of grace all around the world for free. Because of your giving, people are experiencing freedom from years of wrong believing. I want you to know that you have personally made a real difference in the lives of so many. God bless you and your family.
0: You can make a real difference by becoming a Grace Legacy Builder today. Together, we can reach more people with the life-changing gospel of grace. Call 877-901-4300 or visit josephprince.org to get started. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us. The preceding paid program is brought to you by our Grace Legacy Builders. Thank you for helping us proclaim the gospel of grace around the world.